4: Oh, yeah. One day closer to death. (laughs) Anyway, uh, it is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to the program. And um, I've been wanting to do this show, and I figured that today would be a great day to do it. Now, um, I'm using myself as a template, but it's not a show about me because that would be extremely um, egotistical and. Kind of boring to listen to. It's really a show about what you think age is. What is old? And is age really just a number? I think that is so much BS. And the reason I'm doing it today, and uh, I already had one wise person uh, text me, a friend of mine, Happy birthday! <laughs> Block! Anyway, Um, (laughs) anyway, um, I'm going to be 60 on, uh, Monday and then I'm, I'm thinking, but Monday again, my calendar personally is going from September 3rd, Sunday to Tuesday, September 5th. There will be no September 4th for me. Okay. Not birthday wise. No, it's just, all it is is a party with Russell Salvatore and I'm good to go. All right? It's, it ain't going to be about my birthday, I'll tell you that much. But uh, this age is just a number thing is such baloney. Um, I For example, for example, today, uh, and again, it's this this is about me, but it's actually about you. Uh, I had to see uh, my retina specialist because I had to get clearance because of the cataract surgery a week from today. Notice that I'm doing it on a Friday, so I only missed one day of work. Thank you. Uh, but I was like the youngest person, at least by appearances, in the waiting room at 7.30 in the morning. My favorite time of the day to wake up. Um, But, again, I mean, I say cataract surgery. Look, 20 years ago, if I'd have heard somebody was getting cataract surgery, I'd have said, oh, well, they're 60 years old and they're old. So... This idea that age is just a number—I think it's—it's it, it's a mind. I wish I could use the word. You know. You know what the other word I'd like to use is. It's a mind. Rhymes with yeah. Eight oh three oh nine thirty star nine thirty and one eight hundred six i B E N. I'd love to hear from those of you who are younger, like in your twenties or thirties. What do you think? old is, because I'm sorry, there's no getting around it. As of Monday, on the calendar, I am officially going to be old. I'm not going to be middle-aged. I'm going to be old. And while it does beat the alternative, I like you have no idea how little I want to hear about my birthday on Monday. I mean, my ex-wife, the astrologer, like I said, she wanted to do up something really big, and I said, no. Not going to happen. You won't even see me on my birthday. You know why? Because I don't want you to see me on my birthday. You know why? Because my birthday doesn't exist. That's what I mean. Um, I will say this much. Uh, going out with a younger woman, uh, th- a new one, um, like you know, nine years younger, uh, it, it it is good for the uh, uh, It – it is good for the uh, – uh for the uh, for the boost for the ego I guess. Uh, let's go to uh Bruce in uh Conowango. Hello Bruce, you're on WBEN. Hi, first time Bruce. Well I'm glad I'm glad to hear from you. You put the Wang and Canawango, sir. Yeah, down here
5: in Amishville. I'm actually uh working at a modern farm right now, running a very modern tractor, pushing a pile of grass.
4: Competing with the Amish who work for half the price?
5: No, they're uh, they're just neighbors. There's just one modern farm here amongst a bunch of Amish.
4: So, not well, it's a, it's a beautiful country. it's a beautiful part of the world. I must admit, kind of wango. So, what what's your take on all this? This age stuff.
5: Well, I was calling to tell you about. I have a ninety-nine year old father. As of last
4: month. You mean he had his 99th birthday last month?
5: Yeah. Yes, ninety-nine. He is. And uh, we had two older sisters. They both made it in 199
2: and
4: 198. They're gone now, but he just celebrated his I I don't know, um, you know, one of my arguments in this whole age thing is I think most of how we age and how well or how poorly we age is based on genetic predispositions. I think our genetics basically control a lot of our lives from IQ to personality to, well, that might be more environmental, from IQ to whatever. But uh, does longevity run in your family, like your grandparents, your great-grandparents? Do you know if they made it into their 90s?
5: Yeah, my dad's father lived to be 87. He was a smoker. and But, uh, you know, had he not had to, taken better care of his health, he might have, you know, made it a lot longer. But, we're, well, we're, dairy. Uh, what, we're, we're what kind? dairy farmers. And so they know what it was to work. And I I leave a lot of it to dry uh, raw milk. You know, that's what they always drank. Yeah, but
4: stuff. well, historically, the raw milk, unpasteurized milk, has uh, has caused various diseases. Abraham Lincoln's mother died of what was called the milk sick back in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, well, but apparently not the case. Properly
5: done, properly processed raw milk's the best for you. we were all raised on it,
4: so. Uh, well, I'm, that's I'm,
5: just one thing. I, sir, uh, tough just a tough old guy.
4: Yeah, well, to what else? would I mean, okay, what I'm getting from you is the raw milk, you believe, plays a role in your father being 99, and I presume in good health, as well as regular physical labor. What does he do now at the age of 99? Or is he hobbled by arthritis?
5: Watches a lot of baseball, and he naps a lot.
4: But uh, up until age
5: 91, he was very active until he got – Lost his right arm at a power takeoff shaft, and oh. he survived that. He was ninety-one, and <laughs> that's kind of amazing. On.
4: That's a serious trauma. That's a seriously traumatic injury, and he survived it. He survived it. Damn. Well, obviously, if he's yeah, ninety-nine now, good. went In the
5: hospital, did rehab, came home, you know, and adjusted. And his attitude was, "Well, I rung a bell. You can't unring a bell." that's you know he's always had a good attitude towards everything and
4: so okay a positive okay a positive attitude see being in the media that's something that i'm never gonna have and i don't think i've ever had it actually um i'm always like okay what is a worst-case scenario, and I always do risk-benefit analyses on stuff. But, you know, your dad sounds like uh, a pretty a pretty cool dude. And, frankly, at the age of 99, I think he's earned a good long rest in front of the TV. I don't care if he's watching the Little League World Series, which I think is quite a- interesting, by the way. A lot of errors, though. Um, but, anyway, that's another story. So, what? let me ask you, as somebody who has a 99-year-old dad, You tell me, what do you think legitimately old is?
5: Could you say that
4: again? What do you believe? At what age would you call someone old? 60, 70, um, 80?
5: I've got uh, four adult children of my own, and I'm called the old man, you know, for a long time. I just turned 65, and I'm the youngest of five children.
4: So, I you, know, you know, but see, okay, but, but 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 be, being called the old man by your kids. Um, yeah, we we called my dad the old man when he was in his uh, when he was in his 40s. You know, hey, what does the old man say? And it wasn't like a literal thing. It was just, I don't know, it it just it just happened in our very dysfunctional family. But uh, do you do you believe, for example, let me just pick a random number, um, sixty? Do you agree that that is old?
5: Yes, we're old. We're senior yes, citizens. Th-
4: thank you I for being honest.
5: I'll say I will say are the grandkids. Hope you have. You know, I've always had pretty good health. Sounds like you've had quite a few issues, but uh,
4: <laughs> you think
5: gotta be gotta be thankful for what you have.
4: Uh, Yeah, well, actually, um, it's pretty sad Like when when you bring in all of your medical notes to the doctor and they take up four pages between the medications and the surgeries and the issues. That's pretty sad. And every doctor is like, are you kidding me? They cannot believe my medical history. It is absurdly bad. Um, But anyway, uh, thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Thank you. All right. Good and show. interestingly, thank you so much. Yeah, I, I love this topic. I've been dying to do it. But interestingly, you will be happy to know if you're a regular listener that for as big of a pain in the ass as I can be, um, my primary uh, told me yesterday, Tom, for everything you've been through, you are one of the least complaining people in the world in my practice. And I, thought, I felt pretty good about that. Um, let's go to, uh, well, no, I mean, because you kind of feel guilty after a while. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Russ in uh, Lockport. Russ, what is
2: old? <laughs> how how you doing, Tom? I love the, the show. Great topic. Oh, I love um, it. I'll, I'll tell you, for me, I'm 59, so next year I'm going to turn 60. So that's up the road for me. But I started feeling old when I turned 50, you know? Really? That's when things started, like, you know, going wrong and, you know, Uh, When I was 53 in 2020, I had a a mild stroke, okay, which was just because of stress and smoking cigarettes. And I reduced the stress, and, you know, I still have after effects from the the stroke of numbness in my right thumb and finger and numbness in my lips, Mm. which, you know, isn't catastrophic or anything, but it is kind of annoying, you know, Sure. And uh, I had two herniated discs in my back, which, thankfully, I went to a, the white chiropractor who got me all fixed up on that. And I go for monthly maintenance for that, you know. And uh, just uh, this past February, I had to go to Roswell and have a spot removed from my lung because they had been watching it the year before, and it was... Uh, it was suspicious, so that they removed it, okay, and it turned out to be cancer. Uh, I had smoked for 40 years, and uh, like I said, they removed it. They removed some lymph nodes and another small nodule that I had in that lung, which was not cancerous. Um, so everything's good with that, but, you know, I, the, the older you get, the more these problems happen, and, it, you know, it's like one thing after another,
4: You're you're, you're so right. Age is such a major risk factor. Even, for example, for those of you who've had retinal detachments, the two biggest risk factors are age and a history of severe uh, myopia. Those are the two big risk factors um, in that. But it it sounds like uh, as a 59-year-old, and technically I'm still 59, um, although I always thought it was weird we didn't celebrate the date we were conceived (laughs) Um, We celebrate the date we shot out of the shoot. Um, But um, what are are your thoughts um, on approaching 60? Because I'm not going to lie, and look, I know I should be grateful I'm alive. I know there are plenty of people out there listening who are saying, hey – Tool, my wife died in her 30s, and you're bitching about being 60. Well, life, you know, where our, our perspective is different based on our life experiences. And I apologize if if I'm upsetting anybody out there in that situation. I assure you that is not my intent. But um, I've been dreading this birthday for the past year,
2: at least. Well, well, you know, like I told your screener, okay, I totally agree with you that age does matter. And the older you are, the more it seems to matter. But I told the screener, you know, I disagree with you because I think you should celebrate your birthday and embrace it because, hey, it's another year that you made it, you know? I mean, most people don't get to be as old as we've made it this far, you know? Mm. See, here's where I'm going
4: to disagree with you. Are you familiar with the uh, Pink Floyd song, Time? Yes. Yes. The line, another day closer to death? Yep. Yeah. That's what I keep thinking. Every time I think of turning 60, I think of the Pink Floyd song, Tom.
2: Well, and Tom, you know, going through a stroke, like I said, and having lung surgery, you know, just this past year, okay, and then in April, I fell on the side of my tub and uh, fractured eight of my ribs. Oh. I have never broken a bone in my life, but you know that happened then. So that that's very painful. Okay, it took oh. a long time to recover broken from ribs,
4: that. dude. Dude, broken ribs yeah. are among the most painful injuries you can
2: possibly have. Yeah. Well, they were they were fractured, but still, you know, they weren't broken all the way. But there was eight of them. She thought the emergency room woman doctor thought it, there were three. When she got the x-ray back from the technician, she said, dude, you have eight of them fractured, you know. Uh, so, yeah, but, I, you know, I recovered from that. But, it, you know, it, it's it's like you're tired all the time. Your body hurts, you know. And the older you get, the more problems you seem to. You know, I had last October, I had I went through COVID. I had COVID. But I only, you know, had a mild case, thank, thankfully, you know. Right. I am in relatively good health. Uh my family history is excellent. My grandfather lived to be 94, my grandmother lived to be 96, you know. Jeez. So I think that does have a lot to play uh, into it.
4: How about your parents? How did they fare? Cuz my dad did not live he he'd lived like the 10 fewer years than his
2: father before him. You well, know, my mother's still alive, she's 79, my father's 81. So well, and, you know, for you. they they have their health issues, but they're able to get around. around. Uh, they're able to function, but, you know, hey, you know, I, you know, I have four grandchildren now, and, you know, I'm grandpa, and grandpa's old, you know. I think, you know, at 50 is what you consider old, you know. So 50 I mean, I, I have, I'm very optimistic. I have a great outlook and everything. I'm very youthful in mind, but in body, I just, you know, I can't run down the street like I used to, you know.
4: See that, and you know, you made such a great point too about you know these injuries having a cumulative effect on you because as somebody who has. uh more fractures and scars than i can count in my body um i will tell you that there is a fatigue factor that sets in because when your body is constantly fighting pain it does take a toll on your energy level i don't care what anybody says Um, and you you know you gotta you gotta fight your way through it but i wish you many many years so you say 50 is old and i'm grateful for the call sir thank you so much
2: okay tom you take care now
4: Will do. Thank you. So uh, I love this topic. I've been dying to do this topic, (laughs) no pun intended, and um, I love it. What do you consider to be old? Because uh, I turned 60 on Monday, which, frankly, to me, does not exist. The calendar is going to go from the 3rd to the 5th, There will be no September 4th. I am not celebrating my 60th birthday. I don't want to face the fact that I am officially going to be old. You can't say 60 is middle age anymore. 60 is old. And I said this before, and this will probably really irritate people again, but I don't even like the idea of being a grandfather, because by definition, a grandfather is old. And uh, you know, I know I'm supposed to be overjoyed with a little bundle of uh, progeny, but uh, I, I, I just, I, I, this just, I just, I'm not a grandfather, man. I'm like 12 years old in my head. So that's been kind of a mind. You know, eight oh three oh nine thirty, star nine thirty, and one eight hundred six one six W B E N. You know, again though, I go out every night. I listen to live music pretty much every night, and if my uh, dissolute lifestyle takes five years off the end. It takes five years off the end. That's five less years. Uh, I'll wonder how long I'll be around. On News Radio 930 WBE.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
4: It is Bowerly, News Radio nine thirty WBEN. welcome to the show. If you're just joining us, uh, what do you consider? What age do you consider to be old? And I am so seven here in this uh, for the past few months because I've been, you know, bitching to people that I know about. I cannot believe I am turning sixty years old this year because. There's no way to say that's middle age. No, nope. 60 is old. And I'm thinking to myself real quickly before we get to, to the calls, because is about you and what you think. But uh, man, I wonder how Alan Pergament feels, because I did an interview with Alan when I was 19 years old. And um, as I approach 60 on Monday, a date which actually does not exist because it will live in infamy. Um He's got to feel old himself because he remembers the very beginning of this nonsense. Um, 803-0930, star 930, and one 800 wben But to me, look, age is not just a number. Age is a lot of things, but it ain't just a number. It's an accurate calendar metric of how long we've been on this planet. That's for our Canadian listeners. Let's go to uh, Rich in uh, Chicktawaga. Rich, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hello, Tom. Um,
6: the, as soon as I turned the radio on, you had said something about being freaked out that 64 was staring you in the face?
4: Well, I mean, uh, yes, in four years. Yes, because- well, yeah, but I, you
6: said the number 64, and the reason I bring it up is I'm going to turn 64 the day before you turn whatever.
4: So, uh, in my. You mean sun, you've got a birthday coming up Sunday? Yes, sir. Well, the reason, okay, and, and just for those who didn't hear it earlier, the reason I said 64 is when we were kids and we were listening to the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper, and the song When I'm 64, we all right. thought, hey, 64 is old. Grandchildren on our knee, Vera, Chuck, and Dave, 64 mm-hmm. sounds old. And to realize that you're four years from what you thought was really old when you were younger. Dude, it's a mind, you know what? Sure. Uh,
6: I've been singing, uh, this, asking my wife that uh, question in in song, uh, if she'll still feed me and if she'll still need me. And I'm, I've yet to, get, for the last year, and I've left yet to get an answer. So I'll let you know how that turns out. Um,
4: how, how long have you been married? 34 years. Uh, is she a lot younger than you are? No. Huh. Interesting. How, how do you feel about it. that? I mean, do you have a good marriage, or is it like so-so? I mean.
6: It's 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 loving. I mean, you know, marriages go through different uh, different phases. You know, and what you call love at uh, the first five years you're married is different from the last four of the 34. It's It's just the way it is.
4: Well, everything uh, evolves or devolves, as the case may True. be. <laughs>
6: I mean, the thing is, we're still together,
4: you know? No, that's that's great. I mean, even if she's going to put you on an ice floe when you're 64, I mean, that's still, you know, it's oh, 30, right. you know.
6: And so the fact that our birthdays are also only one day apart is just one of many touch points that I have been telling my family for quite some time that we are probably somehow twins but not quite twins that separated at birth because so many life experiences when you, as I've listened to you over the years, I can say, that's me. And I get all excited and I point, tell my family about it and they roll their eyes and <laughs> stuff because they're not as big a fan of yours as I am. So I don't know. They're <laughs> unenlightened, but in in any event to get to the, <laughs> or just
4: highly intelligent one or the other.
6: Well, whatever, you know, cause uh, like you, I got a very young uh, brain and uh, in a, an older body. But uh, I've he- have you ever heard the phrase that old is your age plus ten years?
4: <laughs> yeah, that's what I used to think.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I I'm still kind of in that mode. Uh, and the other age thing that affects me is that none of the men in my family make it out of their seventies. For one reason or another, like it's, whether it's disease, whether they just drop dead. My father had a very rare disease and he died at 73. Uh, so, you know, and like my cousin teases me, he goes, so, you know, what do you think, 70 and out? And I'm going, yeah, well, that's, that's the statistics. And as you've said, um, you know, your DNA and your genetics play such an important role in that that there's nothing you can do about
4: well, this, uh, this is true. This is true. But when you look at the way you live, um, are there lifestyle changes you could make that might possibly extend the healthy part of your life a little bit longer? For example, um, eating a Mediterranean diet, um, not drinking so much, uh, not smoking. Are there changes that might substantively add to the uh, years to your life and life to your years?
6: The... Only one, and I just saw my primary doctor yesterday, and all my, you know, I get blood work so often that I, you know, take a glass, drink a glass of water, and I stand on the front lawn to be a sprinkler. Uh, <laughs> um, the only thing that has been suggested to me is that I do cut, cut down on alcohol consumption. And you
4: call it yourself a Canadian.
6: I, yeah. And I <laughs> it's
4: very disappointing, I sir. What the hell I'm happened to your country?
6: Like half Canadian, but I uh I don't like when I'm out, I'll have two glasses of wine and that's it, because I just retired from twenty six years in the court uh, court service and uh, I, I know how draconian uh perhaps our DWI laws are. But uh when I will feel old if the glorious day ever occurs where I am called grandpa.
4: Uh, see, so you're looking forward to it. To me, it was almost like, oh, God, no, no, no. Yeah. I don't, you know, it's one thing of Jimmy Stelliano and the people at the station during the blizzard call me grandpa. That's kind of like a badge of honor, okay? Yes, I'm the experienced one. I've been through this before. I've got five decades under my belt doing this. Um, if you count the 80s, 90s, the aughts, the teens, and the 20s, that's five different decades. Um, so... Uh, I'm just I'm just saying that uh, I I know that that's going to aggravate a lot of people, maybe like you who want a grandchild. And don't get me wrong, my grandchild is absolutely adorable, uh, mm-hmm. but I, I you know I I just I, I can't quite grasp the idea that somebody with the mindset of a twelve year old is actually a grandfather. And yeah. <laughs> I, I mean that's I gotta I gotta be I mean I, I don't know I, it's it's not. I don't, I don't know. It's just it's super weird, man. Super weird. Uh, it sounds like, and it sounds like you're going through the same stuff. Oh,
6: brother! Let me tell you. Uh, you say you should not be here. Okay. Correct. Correct. When I was born, the consensus was that I was not going to survive a couple years. Mm. Uh, my mother had miscarried the pregnancy she had before me, and although she was advised to not get pregnant again right away until they could figure out what was going on. She was an extremely stubborn woman and uh, got pregnant with me. And uh, both of us uh, almost didn't make it. For mm-hmm. the first couple of years of my life, I was, you know, subject to high fevers. And, you know, my eyes would roll back in my head, and, which could have been a fever, could have been demon possession. We haven't figured that out yet. And, <laughs> and my, you know, I'd be dunked into tubs of ice water and I was getting rushed to the hospital all the time. Oh uh, I'd be sitting at my my high chair and all of a sudden i'd turn blue and fall over which had absolutely nothing to do with my medical condition okay, i just did it to screw with my parents
4: oh that's not cool um <laughs> even at that young an age in your high chair that shows some seriously advanced thinking uh screwing with the parents when you're like yeah, two and under well, wow um I'm, I'm
6: sure so what we're in that same category
4: I don't mean I don't mean to pry. Well, my my experience happened when I was fifty-four, and I and again I probably talk about this too much, but I know that if I had t- taken the nap I was going to take, I would not be here right now. I would have died in right. my sleep. Uh, right. But what what disease did you have, sir? <laughs>
6: um, again, Tom, we're we're twins. Uh, I have the list right here, and there are fifteen. 15- <laughs> Uh, combination surgeries, uh, treatments, diagnostics. I had my first knee operation at 17. I've had four since then. I now have two total knee replacements. And unlike your previous caller, I wish everything, and I mean everything, worked as well as my knees do. (laughs) Uh, And as far as... (laughs) As far as... um, the, you know, the age being a number. 30, I had a little bit of a problem with because I knew then I couldn't be trusted. And then 40 really kind of disturbed me for some reason. Mm. But then getting prostate cancer at 47, oh. 50, 50
4: was a blast. So All right. Uh, and uh, how did you feel uh, when you hit the big six zero?
6: wonderful because i had done the numbers and i had put in my time and i retired at the end of september uh the year i turned 60.
4: well my fellow virgo i uh, thank you very much i appreciate the call sir and uh, an early happy birthday to you
6: thank you so much tom
4: have just a, just, just don't say it back because Remember, my nope. birthday does not exist this year, all right? Correct. It's so, going to be so like Labor a Day leap year. Does.
6: So have a wonderful Labor Day weekend.
4: <laughs> Indeed. Thank you kindly. Um, guys, great show, great calls. Um, the whole week, you guys have been on fire with phone calls, and as a radio talk show host, it uh, makes my job easier, and it makes the show a lot better. And I love, frankly, the topics we've done this week, I think, have just been awesome. Uh, and I actually came up with some of them, which is highly unusual. 803-0930, star 930, one wben is old to you? And uh, there's nobody's going to tell me that turning 60, you're still middle-aged. No. 60 is officially old. O-L-D, period. And it's not in the mind. It's not, oh, age is just a number. It's not a number. It's a metric. And it's accurate. That sounded a little bit harsh, I guess, didn't it? It's a number, and it's accurate. What do you consider to be old? What do you consider to be old? And this this whole idea, age is just a number, is such poppycock. It's delusional, magical thinking. And if you believe that, you've got a pet unicorn spreading fairy dust over the leprechaun who lives in your backyard. I just have invisible people in mind. Um, let's go to uh, – actually, that's true. Um, here is – and proven. Go to my Bowerly and WBEN Facebook page. Uh, here is Tom in uh, Kenmore. You're on WBEN. Hello. Uh, Tom, I
0: just turned 70 in last, last December, and that was kind of a hard one to take.
4: About the only hard thing to take. Um, yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so what made – how did you do with 60? Because 60 this is 60 was the,
0: okay, but it really? is old at 60, but it was okay. But 70 was the hard one for me.
4: So what was it – I mean, can you put your finger on why 70 was well, uh, what kind of pushed you off the deep end?
0: We, we only have so much time on the earth, you know what sure. I mean? And, you, and a lot of my friends are dead now, and my, my dad died at 58 – And four of my brothers died in their 50s. So when I hit 60, I said I was in the bonus round. (laughs) But but my health is excellent. Good. I just broke an arm uh, a couple years ago. That's about it. I go to the VA, and I'm in this million vet program, and I get two physicals a year, and they catch anything, and they take care of it.
4: Oh, that's great! Oh, and you'll be happy to know. I mean, I guess we also might be twins from a different mother. Um, I've got my a- annual physical on Tuesday, along with getting cleared for the cataract surgery at my primary. Yeah, um, I heard. Yeah, and the the It's just. I- I'm sorry, but this whole clearance thing from the primary is such a joke because nothing has changed. <laughs> but uh, the physical is going to be very, very interesting. Um, I'll say that much. But, um. When you like when when you think about being seventy years old, um, mentally, h- how do you feel mentally? Because mentally,
0: I feel like I'm I'm in my twenties. That's the hard mm. part.
4: <laughs> you know what I mean. You know, I, I wonder that's that's another question I have to ask people who are I older. I feel like I'm Is, in my twenties. You know what? That that's very interesting because I, honest to God, feel. Like, I'm a 12-year-old boy, and that's why I, I have you. such an issue with turning 60, and for that matter, being a grandfather, because in my head, I'm a 12-year-old boy laughing at fart jokes.
0: I hear you. Yeah, you're right. But um, I'll tell you, my wife and I, we walk four miles uh, uh, five times a week. Oh, good for you. And uh, we eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, and I like my drinking, and I like steaks and stuff, So, but we've been very lucky so far.
4: You know, that's, that's very interesting. I mean, diet, I think, is so very, very important. And I will say that that's one thing that I turned around was uh, what I was eating because um, there was a time I was eating way too many chicken wings, uh, way too much fat food. And now, I mean, last night for dinner, it was a chicken breast. Yeah, there was cheese on it, but so what? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and a salad. So right. anyway –
0: well, Thank I you. got away from uh, sugary drinks and processed foods. I'm trying to get away from oh. that.
4: Good for you. Uh, it's I was, hard to do.
0: I was at 215 pounds, and now I'm down to 200. I'd like to get to, like, 190. That's hard to do, though. You just look at food at this age, and you gain weight. You know what oh, I mean? You, you,
4: you know, you're right. Hey, don't feel bad, dude. I'm 5'7", five, 5'8", five, somewhere in there. And I was at 230, and I'm down to about mm, 200 right now. I got 20 more that's going to be stubborn. But uh, that's going to come off by mid-October. Man, I tell you, I'm
0: stuck at 200 pounds.
4: (laughs) Well, uh, but it's solid weight. I'll take a line from uh, J. Edgar, the movie uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio. It's solid weight. Don't worry about it. Uh, Thank you so much. I appreciate appreciate uh, hearing uh, from you, my friend. Take it I I shall. Thank you. And you too. Um, Again, your calls all week long have been... I'm not like, I don't say this to butter you guys up. I mean, I don't really think I need to do that at this point in my career. Uh, but the calls this week have been phenomenal on every topic we have done. And we're hearing from a whole bunch of different people from whom we've never heard before. And I don't care if you're left wing, right wing, middle of the road, it doesn't bother me. I met a guy named Kermit uh, last weekend who said, well, I'm on the opposite side of the fence, but I still listen. And I said, hey, if the if everybody in the world felt the same way, life would be pretty boring. So if you are on the left, I'm glad you're listening. I appreciate it. On News Radio 930 WBEN.
3: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?